Good morning. Good morning. It is September 14th, 2023. September 14th, 2023. I am Brigadier Rosa Stokes, and this is Striving to Keep Our Democracy Intact. Striving to Keep Our Democracy Intact. We continue with our series, Keeping the Earth, with a community call. Whose shoulder are you going to stand on? This is part two. Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? With our vision of world peace, our world call, which is world peace, there are no winners in war. Let peace begin with you and with me. As we restore and build infrastructures where there is a need, we will strive for excellence in everything we do with decency all the time. As we learn, and think and build and work to grow. We will love our neighbors as ourselves, as we lead our families in the communities, as we lead in our communities and our country, and strive to keep our democracy intact. As we continue today, I made a mistake in part one that I'd like to correct today. In, if you recall, I gave you a report on going back on the March of, in, on Washington in 1963 that was commemorated on August 26, 19, uh, 2023 in Washington, D.C. And we spoke of Dr. Martin Luther King, and we thought, we talked and reminisced of the times, all different colors and faiths, all different cultures of people, thousands and thousands of people. What a delight it was to see. But in the process of that, we've forgotten. In 1963, uh, the women did not have an opportunity to speak. But it was not just Dr. Martin Luther King. It was Dr. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. And we forgot in our report to, rem to remind you of that and the great contribution that this woman of God made. So I'd like to go back today and just insert for a moment and give tribute. I always want to say doctor, but every time I look, it says Coretta Scott King. She walked beside 
Dr. Martin Luther King since their marriage in 1953. She was an advocate for African-American equality in her own right. She was a leader for, civil, for the civil rights movements in the 1960s. And she had a special gift and talent and was a noted musician and singer. She left a legacy of activism as she walked with her husband while he was alive and especially after his death. Many people and women and men stand on her shoulder. On her shoulders, I am told of many leaders and dignitaries who traveled far just to seek her counsel. I was in error and I had to correct myself, so I, in recording this presentation again, as it should have been. It's not appropriate without her being included. For history, it would not be complete. Please look up some of the titles of her books. She was an author. She wrote many books. We are calling for libraries to make written works available for all persons, especially in places of your heritage or faith. This means that we're asking you in your churches, in your homes, in your communities, begin to develop libraries again. It is noted that libraries were in African-American homes in an unusual way. On the walls in most homes, Years ago, you could find the Lord's Prayer, you could find the 23rd Psalm, you could find either a copy of the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. And these were things that people would memorize and they stayed on the wall. And some places had additional books, but these were basic things that you could find in the home. Now, in the European home, they probably had much more. The point is, we've always had libraries. Again, we've all been here together, and we all have the same history. Different uh, ethnicities, different races, different cultures, but it's all American history. So we're asking and encouraging you, as we encourage libraries across the United States, to continue, and school libraries especially, to have strong libraries of multicultural background so that all of our children are balanced. They need to know and learn about one another. We don't want an era where something or someone has been left out. It changes and does not complete the history. So again, we come back to whose shoulders are you going to stand on? And we talked about these shoulders and we talked about how important they are. I know for me, in the continuation of the American dream for the United States that was shared in 1963, I still believe that the heart of God has our country in mind. So whose shoulders are you going to stand on? You know, on the other side of hate is love. 
and love never fails. It is the true strength of who we are. He created the colors, you know, the bow. Some call it the rainbow. And placed examples of how we were to live in the sky. So we all know we are to stand side by side. So we continue, I continue, to strive to keep our democracy intact by living our normal lives in a quiet way in the communities of the country. My fellow Americans, wherever you show up, you make a difference. Whether it's a good or bad, you have to decide. We have come to a place in time. We must continue and go forward together. Again, as we listen to the dream of Dr. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King, we should not forget. So we're going to talk again as we continue from part one in a different form. Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? Written words are important. And we have to weigh the cost. Now, weigh now the use of words. That's what I'd like you to do today. I'd like you to contemplate. Weigh the use of words. Words are used to build, to build up and identify true difficulty and make adjustments. Problems mean there's an indication that there's an adjustment to be made. It doesn't mean you have to tear down, but it may mean that sometimes you may have to recreate. People use words sometimes as if lies are true, but only the truth is the truth. As we begin this discussion over the next few months, please begin to think about your words. We strive to keep democracy intact by keeping the earth with community calls. People of the United States reminding local, state, and federal government of what they need and their expectations. As long as these entities operate as if the people work for them, we can ignore the and that they can ignore the needs of the people we're going to have difficulty a second inquiry into the president after seven to nine months of inquiry is an insult to the people of the united states the people endured the deficit and the loss of our credit rating triple a reduced to a double A in the world. Now they're ignoring that in two weeks, a threat of a government shutdown again. The money they spent on meetings could have helped pay for child care and tax credits and much more. They have investigated this young man for five years 
and nine months. They've investigated the president for the last seven and nine months. If the government shut and if the government shuts down even for two weeks, it will hurt the people. But there's no discussion of that. It will hurt the people of this country. Parents, childcare, military, social security, all government employees. I hope these people included themselves and do not expect to be paid. They work for we the people. How much more money are they going to waste on this? They're up for elections next year. The problem is there's no balance. Holding military families need to go to the Supreme Court. There must be a limit that one person can protest and put other people's lives in harm's way. A speaker cannot call two inquiries, one after the other, because he said something, one inquiry is a, not enough. Spend the money where there's a need. Spend it on the people of the United States of America. If you the people do not say something, they're going to take away the rights. And that's your money that they do that does not belong to them and hold meetings instead of meeting your needs. Holding meetings that are not needed. This is a community call and you are the people whose shoulders are you going to stand on, right or wrong? Remember, we were designed to have balance. So when you have right and you have left, you have balance. In our thinking, right and left, you have balance. In our walking, right and left, you have balance. In our written work, right and left, we have balance. So we know what right and left really should be and how we should live. They work for you. You are their employer. What you do when you have, what do you do when you have employees that do not listen, but listen to other people and you pay them? What do you do? Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? Cooking over that hot stove at that restaurant today? Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? Climbing up that pole today? Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? An emergency in the operating room? Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? Children and school books and teachers. Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? Uber driver? Whose shoulder are you going to stand on? Professor? Whose shoulder are you going to stand on? Plumber? Whose shoulders are you going to stand on? Cashier? Whose shoulder are you going to stand on? Postal worker? Whose shoulder are you going to stand on? We the people are inquirers over and over again. 
They say if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. Remember, we're taught to lead by example. My reminder, you vote. Now, some elections have been, heard, been held already in 2023. But the elections in 2023 are so important to the elections of 2024 that it has not gotten the focus, has not been there as it should be. These are the people at the local and state level that could block you the way in 2024. Do not ignore in your areas across the country. Go out and vote. And vote for the persons that want to represent. This is my suggestion. I cannot tell you how to vote. But we are looking in the communities for people who want to represent everyone in the areas where they serve. The communities of the country must speak out. Send your emails. Talk to media. Talk to the neighbors in the, in the neighborhood. Any place where that is right, thing, the right place to be and to have these discussions. If you do not say something, you have agreed. As this is what happened with the deficits, it was agreed that the shutdown would not occur and we just go through this. These are people that change their mind. You need to have them understand that we are the people of the United States and our voices must be heard. You cannot set up programs to talk about going in to take things away from the people and not have discussions with the people of the United States. I listen carefully. They're not holding community meetings. They're not talking with their constituents. They're coming together in small groups to have discussions about things that we do not need. We do not see any media coverage of them holding community meetings and talking to the people of the United States. The only people who are talking are people who are running for office and they're talking about other people but they need to be talking about what they're going to do, how they're going to build things and accomplish. Most of all, we need to know whether they believe in our constitution and the rule of law. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, to establish justice, to ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for a common defense, to promote a general welfare that secures the liberty of ourselves and our posterity, to ordain and establish the Constitution of the United States. Addendum, America, posterity, our future generations, Constitution, the rule of law. This is Brigadier Rosa Stokes, and we'll talk again soon.